welcome to Telling the Tale, a podcast hosted by me, Mitchell Farley-Wolf, in which we're going to go over every single Telltale episodic game release between 2004 and 2018, when they unfortunately closed down to be revived in some forms later. Dustin, are you here? I'm here. I'm right here. I'm re- Deal me in, Buttercup. Great. Okay. I was I was asking where you were because of the deal you in joke that I'm... Sh- I was... I smelled it so far away. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that that's the only thing we would really have to say. <laughs> hey, it wasn't me. <laughs> All right. Uh, what did we play today, Dustin? We played... Poker Night 1 and 2. Poker Night at the Inventory. Well, I think only the first one's called Poker Night at the Inventory. I think the second one's just called Poker Night 2. I think that's true. Nelson Tether's Puzzle Agent is similar in that way. It's Nelson Tether's Puzzle Agent and then Puzzle Agent 2. Interesting. I guess that works. By the second one, you know. You get it. Yeah, you get who the agent is. (laughs) You get that it's at the Inventory. Uh, so, Dustin, we we played both of these games. Uh, we made a rule for ourselves that we did end up breaking. Whoops. Which is that beating this game was akin to winning one tournament. <laughs> yeah, we kind of ran into some uh, trouble this time. Yeah, so we did that with Poker Night 1. And then in Poker Night 2... Uh, we played a a good amount of hands, and then we had some technical problems, and we get it. Yeah, it's poker (laughs) night. We played it enough to say that we played it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll come out and say I feel like doing it in the way we did it. I I don't know if I want to say it does it a disservice or not, because it's just poker night, or it's just a poker game. So the way we played this is you don't have these games, but I do. And so I just stream them over Discord for you because these games are unobtainable now. Yeah, you you really can't get them. These are a little more special than the other unobtainable Telltale games because they have all these interconnections with Team Fortress 2, the Valve game available only on Steam, where if you uh, if you win items in the game, they can be used as items uh, in in Team Fortress Two as uh, as what you call it's like hats and accessories and stuff. Yeah. So there's there's all that interconnectivity. So they never sold it on its own. Uh, so there's there's to my knowledge. You can't just get like a regular version of the game out there. You get, you have to do it through Steam. Yeah. And uh and that makes it much harder for people to get it especially once it's been delisted from Steam. Exactly. Um th- which sucks. It's not like these are like huge games. They're just no. small poker night games, so it's I get why you can't just get them anymore but it sucks that you can't it's it's not like they're these highly sought after adventure games with stories they're just poker games with characters interacting yeah i i would say most of the very highly sought after telltale games are 
still available in some way. Yeah. Uh, a few of the only exceptions are like Back to the Future, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. But for the most part, uh, most of the big boys have been claimed. The Walking Dead's been claimed. Uh, Sam and Max has been claimed. Wolf Among Us has been claimed. Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. Tales from Monkey Island. Uh, so these these smaller ones that just kind of fall by the wayside, these Poker Night games, uh, there are so many licenses used in these games that I think it would be impossible for this brand to ever be brought back. Yeah, which which is really too bad. Uh, when we streamed these, we played Poker Night 1 the other night and Poker Night 2 today. I do feel like... Um, I don't know. I feel like you just don't get as much out of it as you would playing it, even though it is such a basic game. I really enjoy these games. I think Poker Night 1 and 2 are a lot of fun if you're just, like, not doing anything, I guess. I used to play these games, like, all the time. I would just load it up for a little bit, play some poker while listening to uh, characters interact. And... I don't know. I feel like that feeling isn't really there when it's a game you're trying to show off to someone because there really isn't that's... a whole lot to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that, but I totally understand that it might feel like when you have a really funny YouTube video and then you show your friend and then they're like not laughing the whole time uh, and then you sink yeah. into a, the quiet place. Uh, yeah, no, that... <laughs> That that I, I get that, um, but but I I like these games abstractly. I would say I I liked Poker Night one more than two in in uh, watching these playthroughs, and I understand that two has a lot more to do in it. Mm-hmm. It's a got it's got a lot more features. It has Texas Hold'em and Omaha Poker, which I don't understand. Yeah, we didn't play it. <laughs> uh, we gave it a shot, but. <laughs> <laughs> like right from the get-go we were like oh yeah i guess i don't know the rules um and it didn't seem to change characters dialogue so yeah yeah anyway um th- there's there was more to do in poker night 2 is clearly a fuller experience there was uh more it, it looked like a higher scope uh like background and stuff there were there was uh a bunch of customizable backgrounds for the inventory you could make it yeah. look like the well it didn't really look like the salmon max office but it looked like it was flavored like the salmon max it, office yeah exactly you're not it's it's not supposed to be like you're playing in salmon max's office but it redecorates the inventory itself to look similar to fit the theme uh so there's that there's like a venture brothers one that's uh in a strip club uh i wish i got to show you all of them they're all uh pretty neat but we did play on the Sam and Max table. Of course. We had to. Yeah. Um, I, who, so who wouldn't? My opinion is, I think 2 is the better game just because there is more to it. But when you're big, when the big thing about it is the characters, that does kind of put 1 ahead of 2. When your big feature of the game is having a good character roster twos just isn't as strong i still like some of them but uh you know one has max strong bad the heavy and Tycho from penny arcade 
Yeah, so let, let's let's <laughs> Tycho. Okay, so let's uh let let's go through these. Let's talk about every franchise in these games. Yeah. So you've got the host, Reginald Van Winslow, who is uh, a character from Tales from Monkey Island that we haven't gotten to on this podcast yet. Um, mm-hmm. but that's a Monkey Island character. So Monkey Island, that's one. Uh the main players in Poker Night One are Strong Bad from HomestarRunner.com. Max from Sam and Max, Tycho from Penny Arcade, and uh, the Red Heavy from Team Fortress 2. Additionally, in the background of Poker Night 1, you see Trixie Trotter there uh, from Back to the Future, and then also Flint Paper from Sam and Max. So Back to the Future, that's another one. Back mm-hmm. to the Future is not a small brand. I know that Telltale it obviously has access to back to the future because they worked on that back to the future game um at around the same time as poker night one mm-hmm. but in trixie trotter is a telltale original character so that might be why it was easier than getting like marty mcfly or something yeah i wonder if uh the rights on that are uh if a character is made for this then telltale owns them so you can't do like doc brown uh I don't know how copyrights work, so that could be totally wrong, but I know that's the case for uh, some things out there, so... Well, yeah, and I, I'm sure that if Emmett, <laughs> Emmett Brown the person, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that if Christopher Lloyd was into it, they could just do Doc Brown. Yeah. Um, but based on who appears in Poker Night 2, that might be the case, but uh, who's to say? Then Poker Night 2 has... Uh, all those same franchises except Back to the Future, Penny Arcade, and Homestar. And replaces them with Portal. GLaDOS is the dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's the Valve representation in this game instead of Team Fortress. Uh, a, there's a few Borderlands characters that just show up in the background, but Claptrap is the player. Uh brock sampson from venture brothers and ash williams from army of dead uh and uh or, or what is it army army evil of darkness. dead evil dead army, slash army of, darkness. of darkness right 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 and we also uh, have sam and max both of them but only sam plays right so sam has tagged in for max in this one uh that's a hell of a lot of franchises especially considering uh there's the save lot bandit in the opening that's from the walking dead that's another one mm-hmm. doug is uh, also there doug from the walking dead <laughs> he's is delivering pizza around yeah he <laughs> uh that's that's what doug was destined for and uh my my favorite weirdly appearance in poker night 2 because i was just playing this game this morning and i didn't expect a character from this to show up uh there's the waiter from gravity bone viewable in the intro to poker night 2 that's so bizarre because that he he's just a blink and you'll miss it cameo that Mm -hmm. you see in a crack in the doorway yeah uh so the waiter is not really a character um i should show you gravity bone after this it takes 15 minutes to beat um (laughs) wow yeah what what a what a time deal uh but yeah the waiter's not a character there's just it it takes place at a party and there are waiters so the idea that they would bring one of those just for like a a split second cameo uh really it it either 
means that licensing things is just a lot easier than we thought. Or <laughs> Telltale <laughs> from this era was so high and mighty that everyone wanted to talk to Telltale. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is the case. I think everyone wanted to talk to Telltale. Yeah, it, this this was after Walking Dead. Yeah, Poker Night 2 was about nine years ago. Uh, and it's sometimes hard to remember what t- uh, Telltale used to be thought of because I think they're so there's so much connotation behind Telltale nowadays in 2022 mm-hmm. of this uh, y- you know Icarus like game company just blowing themselves up because of all of these uh, expensive licenses and then going out of business that. People think about that, and they think about the specific games, The Walking Dead and Sam and Max and Wolf Among Us, maybe. Yeah. And they don't maybe remember how big they really were. They were hitting hitting every franchise they wanted to do. Yeah, this was basically Telltale at the height of their uh, popularity at this point. Yeah, between the two Poker Nights, that's... Very close to what Smash Bros. does. I mean, not Ultimate, but maybe like the first or second Smash Bros. Uh, That's a lot of franchises. And these are big franchises. Yeah. It's Um, it's interesting to me that they picked uh, Brock from Venture Brothers as the Adult Swim rep. Venture Brothers has never been like a massive Adult Swim show. Um it's great, it's very good, but it's interesting to me that... I guess this was, like, before Rick and Morty got really big. Oh, it would totally be Rick nowadays. Yeah, 100%. Um, and, like, I guess other stuff, like Aqua Teen was big, but I don't think Adult Swim's had, like, a lot of huge hits besides Rick and Morty, so I, I guess it makes sense that... Uh, that Brock is here. He makes sense for a poker game. And I think the only real connection they have to Telltale is, I think it was more of a connection with Valve. I think Valve and Adult Swim had kind of a thing going on. They had they brought in uh, Adult Swim stuff to uh, Team Fortress 2, such as Brock's hair. Um, so I wonder if them just, you know, being buddy-buddy with Valve made them be like, okay, well, maybe we can get someone from Adult Swim in since they have this going on. We were talking about this before. I don't remember if we were talking about this on the podcast or just uh, while we were playing the games. But it's it's weird to think about Valve being buddy-buddy with anything nowadays. Because yeah. at the time, you're right. They were totally in that vibe of company like Telltale or Adult Swim. Like, hey, we're just, you know, we're just trying to make stuff. Uh, and now Valve is a monolith. Valve is unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> Valve is the way you buy games on PC. And that's, you don't fuck with that at all. Nowadays, it's rare for them to even make games. Yeah, Valve games existing is is something that doesn't happen so often anymore. uh, Portal 2, for a time reference, came out between the two Poker Nights. Poker Night 1 came out November 22 of 2010. And Poker Night 2 came out April 24th. 2013 just a two and a half year jump but uh a a lot happened in there especially to valve uh i remember (laughs) when there's a line between taiko and the heavy in poker night one where taiko says so heavy you've got a game on steam for three years or so now what's your takeaway 
And that blew me away just because <laughs> the idea that Team Fortress 2 was only three years old. I think of Team Fortress 2 as a really old game now. Um, probably older than I should think of it. Um, when when did it come out exactly? What 2007. Okay. Other games that came out in 2007 I don't think of as old as I think of Team Fortress 2. I, I think of Team Fortress 2 perhaps unfairly, I mean definitely unfairly, as old as like Halo. But that's my broken mind thinking about it incorrectly. <laughs> because it's not. It just isn't as old as Halo. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I don't really know where to go from this part of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean there really isn't a whole lot to talk about. It's poker. You just um, play poker. But with some good chumpels. So. We have some segments. (laughs) I know this is irregular, but I think we might want to jump into our segments earlier in this episode. Okay. Start them at the beginning, or at least the uh, 17 minute mark or whatever. We're breaking format. We are breaking format, and I, uh, I apologize for all of that. But I also think it'll be good in the end. Mm-hmm. Best card. Dustin, <laughs> every episode we talk about our favorite card in the game. What's your favorite card? Um, You know what? You brought up that we got it a lot. I'm going with the Queen of Clubs from the Sam and Max set. Okay. With, with uh, Mama Bosco on it. Because mm-hmm. we got that one a lot. And that I just like... Uh, I like Sam and Max. I like the... Uh, artwork on these cards and we got that one a lot and i was i got used to it so i have written down on my paper queen of spades oh because that's the one we actually got a lot that's what i meant (laughs) uh so we did we had the same favorite card (laughs) just different kind of that's a one in 52 chance yeah there are 52 cards in a deck of cards you know how i know that why because of the game 52 card pickup mm. also known as cleaning yeah i hate that game <laughs> you made a mess of cards and now you're cleaning them up yeah and like so whenever you play that game with an adult they <laughs> throw the cards first and i'm like i didn't have to clean these before you like you actually think this is an activity for me huh <laughs> you clean them wow you drop i'm them. 5 years old and I feel like the whole world is out to shit on me. I don't understand what's 52 happening. 52 pickup cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, linguistic gymnastics. So I know you weren't taking notes, but there were some. There were a couple good lines. I'll say this about Poker Night 2. Not a single one there. Yeah, well, it's it's so weird because I feel like we didn't get nearly as many conversations i don't know if there's i don't know if i missed the option to turn up the chatter or what because poker night one has it and i just turned it all the way up so we were getting quite a few conversations poker night two we barely got any and some repeated but i know there's a lot more in that i've played it so much Mm -hmm. there are some really good conversations in there so it sucks that that's another thing when i say i kind of did it a disservice playing it this way we barely got to see anything of Poker Night 2, which which sucks, because it is good. Um, 
and has a lot of funny lines. But, uh, you know, that's just the way the cards fall, I guess. So the deal the deal with the chemistry of the characters in, in both of these games is that I'm sure there are a lot more good conversations in Poker Night 2 that we did not see. There's no way to be exhaustive about playing these games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a hard time believing these four characters can have the kind of chemistry and, and uh, back and forth that the four characters in Poker Night 1 have. I kind of agree. I think in, uh, well, I was just about to say who my weekly guy was, but um, I'll save that. Uh, But I do agree. I feel like even just playing these two, uh, when it comes to the characters, the character uh, interactions and chemistry in Poker Night 1 is just better. Yeah. Uh, Definitely so. In, In fact... Why don't we... There's eight characters you play against of the mm. actual players of the poker. Let's rank them. In their rank appearance all of them? In, rank the eight in their appearances in these games. Okay. I, I'm down for that. Okay. Who's, who's the best, who's the worst? And then we can fit the middle in after. Mm, best. I think best is way harder than worst, so let's do worst okay, first. Okay, who's worst? Uh, Claptrap. Claptrap is the... Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that, that is correct. <laughs> Claptrap is the worst of every uh, character in the game. I will say um, I respect Claptrap's inclusion more because I think it makes more sense. Yeah. Being that Borderlands was a Telltale... Uh, I mean, it's not a Telltale franchise, but it's one of the franchises Telltale uses. Yeah, I, I wonder if I would appreciate Claptrap more if I had played it or any Borderlands games. <laughs> I don't like the humor in Borderlands. Uh, I've said From it what I've seen, it's not my favorite. Yeah, it, it was definitely of a time, and I'm not... It wasn't my favorite time for comedy. <laughs> yeah, I get it if you like Claptrap. He just doesn't do much for either of us. Yeah. Uh, so, by the way, we're, we gave up on segments, if you didn't notice that. Um, <laughs> I think we both have Weekly Guys... But we'll we'll save that. Uh, so Claptrap's the worst. I buy that. I think mm. second worst is Ash Williams. I knew that's what you were gonna say, and I kind it, of I I think I agree, which is too bad. Yeah, he's just not very funny. He's just not. Uh, at least in these, uh, I haven't seen the movies. I've seen I've seen two Evil Dead movies. Um, Ash Williams is a very bombastic character, a very loud character. Um, He's not really like, either of those in this. Yeah, so much of the conversations that were good in Poker Night One were it. it it's not the lore because Team Fortress Two's lore is not extensive. Mm-hmm. Penny Arcade's lore is not expensive, extensive, but like those characters are so angular personalities they're so they're written at such slants that it's interesting to see them collide yeah and claptrap's thing is like big and loud and ash williams thing is big and loud and i think that's why i i just resonate with that pairing or or two of the four in that group in poker night two a little less 
because Ash and Claptrap are like the same style. They're, they're, yeah. There's obviously a lot of differences between them, but they're very similar in what they're going for. Yeah. Uh, where and nothing in Poker Night 1 is similar to each other. Yeah. And because of that, uh, you have Claptrap, who neither of us really like that much. But also because of that, Ash doesn't really get to be that. He's more quiet and reserved in Poker Night 2. So he, yeah. he doesn't get to show off his strongest qualities. I feel like if he got to, I might rank him higher. But not only is it a detriment to him, it's a it's just no one wins. Claptrap isn't great, and because of that, Ash doesn't get to be great. He doesn't destroy a zombie once. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we didn't use the Army of Darkness uh, set. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, true. Yeah, you do get unique... Uh, uh, when someone is eliminated from the game, you get unique animations depending on the sh- the set you have. And on the Army of Darkness set, uh, for every player that gets kicked out, uh, Max reads a sp- uh from the Necronomicon, and uh, something happens to that player. So um, so okay, so our bottom is Claptrap. Yeah. Then Ash. Then Ash. Uh, what what do you think's third worst? This is where it gets a little muddy because I think overall I do like the rest of these characters. Um, I think so too. Even the one I hate. Yes, I. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. That's why he's not last. <laughs> yeah. So okay, Let, let's actually. Let's actually... Okay, we're transitioning again <laughs> in our structure. This is going to be a weird episode. I like it. The, the first poker episode we did was like this, too. Just <laughs> All over the place? We can't focus when it comes to talking about a game that is just playing poker. Yeah. Uh, because we're not built for it. But, <laughs> yeah. So, first we were trying to do our segments, our regular segments. Then we tried to rank them, and then we gave up. And now, uh, let's talk about Tycho. Okay. There's a lot to talk about with Tycho Brahe. Yeah. <laughs> from, from off of the comic Penny Arcade. From off, yeah, from off of the comic Penny Arcade, I think Borderlands humor and Evil Dead's humor do not uh, persevere so completely like some of the other s- sorts of humor in these games. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't hold a candle to how little the humor of Penny Arcade perseveres <laughs> into the modern age. It's amazing. Boy, uh, howdy. So Penny Arcade, do you have any experience liking or paying attention to Penny Arcade? I used to read it every now and then. It was never like a favorite of mine, but I think in terms of gamer web comics, it was one of the better ones, but that says more about all the other ones than it does Penny Arcade. Yeah, it was definitely one of the better ones from a production value side of things. Yeah. And in that time, if you were like the one webcomic that looked like a real comic, wow, you get to be known. You get yeah. to be famous from that. I mean, what else was there? Like Control-Alt-Delete? Yeah, Control-Alt-Delete. A lot of like, hyper-stylized things looked good enough to be competitive. But at the same time, they, were, um, they weren't like drawn like a full comic like penny arcade was it was full Mm -hmm. color and everything not that it was the best looking thing ever but it looked professional in a landscape of 
uh, very clearly amateur artists who were getting their foothold in the like middle age internet in the late 2000s. Yeah, it was rare to get a good looking webcomic. <laughs> yeah, um, and Penny Arcade looks fine. It it's not my favorite art style, but like it, mm-hmm. it it's complete. It's a complete art style. Yeah. Um, and I mean, everyone who's listening to this podcast knows Penny Arcade, right? Uh, I, I think so. It. Yeah, it's about video games. It's about two guys. They play video games and talk about them. Yeah, it's Tycho and who's the other one? Um, uh, I should have. All right. I don't remember. It up. Okay, Time cool. to look up a thing. Gabe. Penny Arcade. Gabe. Gabe and okay. Tycho. Uh, I'm looking... <laughs> Uh yeah, wow. <laughs> did you know that they <laughs> made on their website now? Did you know that they made a different like Penny Arcade did have games made, but they were not related to uh Telltale in any way. Uh yeah, I I, I did know that and I played one of them briefly. Um but man, do I I not care about this world. <laughs> yeah, who really cares? Uh, I'm looking at the May 20th, 2022 Penny Arcade comic. Let me let me uh, read this comic out to you. This is what this podcast is now. Okay. Uh, Gabe's on panel one of three. Gabe's on the computer and he's saying, I need to sign up for Zenless Zone Zero so I can start having my paycheck deposited directly into MiHoYo's account. And then uh, panel two, MiHoYo is that studio. You know that one? No. They're making that like Korean um, MMO thing. Nope. Okay. It was a different time. No, this is not a different time. This is May 20th, 2022. Oh, this was just yesterday? (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's panel two. Gabe says, wait a second. You can't put in a birthday before 1980? And then Tycho's in the back saying, I knew this day would come. We're past the cutoff. They've probably already sent the colors. And then, uh, panel three is in a different setting. Now we're in, like, an alley. And there's, uh, a weird crab monster with a scythe, but only in silhouette, um, chasing after Gabe and Tycho. And Tycho's gotten away, um, but uh, Gabe can't jump over a fence. And Gabe says, pull me up, pull me up. And Tycho says, I can't. I'm sorry, man. This is how I get out. So what? So they're going to be killed because they're older than 1980. Wow. Now I get it. Yeah. What did you think about that comic I just read to you? Um, maybe you had because... to be there. Uh, so I'm, I'm guessing, uh, this is a reference to a service in regards to a currently popular online game that has the inability to put your birthday before 1980 in the account structure. Oh. Good to know. Um. Boy, am I glad I was born after 1980. What I think is always... Um, very funny with the Penny Arcade comic strips is that 
every one of them has like a four paragraph explanation written by the authors <laughs> and, to explain it yeah just to like say oh you get this now right uh, <laughs> because that would be the only reason you wouldn't like it uh yeah so taiko that that comic <laughs> yesterday's penny arcade comic which is not a phrase I've said since like 2011. Um, <laughs> that that was seems tamer than it used to be. It used to just be like I'm gamer, gamer cool. Don't you know that? And <laughs> don't you know that? Don't you know that you idiot gamer gamer cool. cool. <laughs> uh, and I guess gamer cool. That really comes across in Poker Night One. Tycho is played as like. The smarmiest older brother of a friend who lives in the basement uh, <laughs> that you've ever met. And he's like, yeah, I've beaten a cool um, cool group of games. I'm a pretty pretty strong gamer, if you <laughs> must know. Uh, and it's this... both a good thing and a bad thing with this character. Yeah, so I want to know how much the real Tycho, because Tycho is a person's name in real life that the comic character Tycho is based on. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know how much the real Tycho had to do with like okaying scripts and stuff for this video game. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier, not with Tycho, but I was actually thinking about it with Strong Bad. Yeah, that's, it, that's big too. Because they just nail his character so well that I think... Did they, like, bring in the people to write for them? and Just to get them, like, perfectly right? Maybe they just had to run it by them. Well, I don't... That's the thing with Strong Bad. The voice actor is the writer. Yeah, exactly. So if he... If they have to do the voices, you know, like, he's not gonna do it if he doesn't think it's written well. Mm-hmm. Because it's... It's his character, and it, you can't have someone else voice Strong Bad... Uh, like you can apparently have other people voice some of these other characters. Uh, Tycho, for example, is not voiced by Tycho, uh, the real Tycho. Mm-hmm. And Ash Williams is not voiced by uh, Bruno Mars. <laughs> That's true. He's, he definitely is not. He's also not voiced by Bruce Campbell, uh, <laughs> whose name became Bruno Mars in my brain for a split second and i thought yeah that's funny enough to say on the podcast yeah those you're you were right both times he is not played by either of them (laughs) he's not he's he's some other i think like a telltale voice actor of some sort Uh, he does a good job it sounds like bruce campbell uh but not yeah it's very clearly not exactly bruce campbell Mm -hmm. that's why i feel bad kind of ragging on ash in this uh like he's not really funny they don't bring the right energy but i think he look his model looks good, and uh, the person playing him does a pretty good job uh, voicing him. So it sucks that he just didn't really get to shine. Yeah, um, when Solid Snake was added to Smash Brothers, there was a weird amount of like excitement mixed with pushback, just because Smash Brothers always has been and really still is a Nintendo crossover series and it's cool that you're bringing in third-party characters I think everyone wanted that but there's probably still some disagreement of like okay it should be third-party characters that have to do a lot with Nintendo Mm -hmm. uh, versus Solid Snake who's the first one who 
had some games on Nintendo, but really didn't have much to do with Nintendo at all. Yeah. Um, that That's how he kind felt of a- thing is everywhere in Poker Night. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you're either cool with Venture Brothers and Army of Darkness being major players in this series, even though they have nothing to do with Valve or Telltale, or you, you aren't. <laughs> and for me... I'm not as into those things enough to feel like that is a big get. Mm-hmm. So I it feels just like a weird thing where like, oh, you happen to have those people on your Rolodex. So you called them and you licensed it. And uh, I guess that's just an easy thing to do versus something that actually makes sense that they are there. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with it, mainly just because I like Brock from the Venture Brothers. <laughs> so yeah, I said, all right, I got this character I like, and now I am okay with this. I, yeah, I also I think, think it enough. works out in a way, because the first game is mostly, it's all Telltale thing. Well, I, not Tycho, I guess. I guess I totally uh, forgot about him there. I was going to say Poker Night 1 does it better, and then immediately remember the character we were just talking about. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. So Tycho, Penny Arcade is not... And there, there were Penny Arcade games, but they are not uh, what it's known for. And it's, it's known not for the web comic, and the web comic really doesn't have anything to do with any of the other stuff. Yeah, and this Tycho in this game is not related to the Tycho from those games, but, other than being the same character. So being this sort of edge lord who cannot understand a joke, doesn't tell good jokes on his own. And doesn't fit in the world. It's pretty good. It's still pretty good. <laughs> the, yeah. the way Tycho reacts to other characters at the table, especially strong, bad, and heavy, are great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I th- this is something that might exist in Poker Night too, but I just didn't see it. Uh, the four of these characters sort of become friends or rivals or at least more knowledgeable of each other as you play Mm -hmm. where heavy and strong bad become really good friends i love that he calls them uh tiny heavy yeah and strong bad is tiny heavy that is such a good i i do feel like poker night one has the better character relationships two does have good conversations but they are they really are just a bunch of guys playing poker together in poker night one you can feel most of them like becoming friends yeah there was there was some good uh moments in there where heavy asks if strong bad is a wrestler and strong bad says no i'm not a wrestler i'm a wrestle man wrestle man <laughs> wrestleman those lures are the worst <laughs> and uh that's i feel like that's lore for strong bad <laughs> i don't know if that's ever been like clarified to such a degree in any other media about strong bad so that's fun to have he's a he's a wrestle man not a wrestler they do call him pretend to be a wrestler they call do you call him wrestle man in a strong bad email um i know they do but i don't know if they've ever clarified he's not a wrestler yeah uh i i mean i guess it makes sense he has boxing gloves (laughs) but not not that he boxes either but um so Heavy and Strong Bad start this good friendship, and Tycho and Strong Bad start hating each other, which yeah. is great. 
That's um, so good. Yeah. Uh, Tycho pretends to have played Vitelectrix games for gamer points. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny to me. Like, T- Strong Bad brings up, well, have you played Snake Box or Six? And Tycho goes, oh, yeah, I guess I've played that. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, he's posturing that he's played more games that don't exist. <laughs> and Tycho also tries to suck up to Max. He's like, that's why we get along. You're a renaissance man. <laughs> yeah, he calls Max a renaissance man, which doesn't make sense at all. And, <laughs> and then Max is like, I don't... Let, let me just pump the brakes for a second. Who are you? <laughs> and that's Max. So that... Yeah, that worked out. Uh, and then... Heavy and Tycho are a weird pairing where I feel like Heavy is actually making attempts to become friends with Tycho. Like he's he's a amicable guy. And then Tycho is just like, all right, man. And that those dynamics are really good and they come out yeah. clean. Which is why Tycho. <sighs> uh, so okay. Tycho might be my weekly guy. That's very interesting. <laughs> I don't think I can give it to him just because he also sucks, but like yeah. in a good way. But, you know, I still don't like Tycho as much as some of these other guys, but he is very funny in this. I Tycho... guess he does perfectly uh, encapsulate that those relationships in Poker Night 1 that we were talking he... about. Yeah, he's he's the cornerstone for everyone's relationship except like uh, Strong, Bad, and Heavy. And then Max is thing is that max is just sort of an agent of chaos that doesn't really need to have individual relationships with anyone at the table Mm -hmm. um so it's the three of those uh, non-max players um with each other strong bad to heavy strong bad to taiko taiko to heavy and then max sort of on those and that's a really cool dynamic for just a throwaway poker game yeah Uh, i totally agree and, and Poker Night 2 is like, these four characters are all funny, right? And like, yeah, they are, but I'm not They don't gel as well. They certainly don't. Uh, <clears throat> and and, and maybe, I think part of that maybe is it just is because... just that we didn't play that much of it. Maybe they do and I forget, but uh, it, I, I feel like even if we played more, it wouldn't have come together as well. I think that's true. I also think that a big part of it is that uh, Homestar, Sam and Max... And Team Fortress 2 all have lore, but it doesn't, it never matters uh, Mm -hmm. because it's just those characters presenting as themselves is what matters. Like, there are some, uh, like, Strong Baddie of the Free references that you can catch, but the references aren't key. And then in Poker Night 2, uh, Brock Sampson talks about Venture Brothers stuff and... Uh, there's Borderlands ideas brought up and there's Army of Darkness stuff. It's like, okay, you have to know these things yeah. to like this. It's awesome and if you're a I fan. I don't know all of them. Yeah, it's awesome if you're a fan, but if you're going in blind to these, it you don't really know what they're talking about. And I also feel like there's not enough variety in the characters there. We talked about how Claptrap and uh, Ash are kind of similar. I also think both Sam and Brock are, they're both kind of the straight men in their respective series. So, yeah. uh, I mean, granted, they're different takes on straight men. Brock is this uh, ultra-violent, competent guy, and Sam is this uh, 
cheery, uh, also ultra violent. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they do have different personalities, but they serve similar roles. So yeah. I, it feels kind of like I like hearing them talk, but you don't get that contrast with like I, I like seeing Sam and Brock have a conversation, but it's not like the most interesting conversation out there. Yeah, and I guess that sort of exists in Poker Night One as well, where Max and the Heavy are like these ultra-violent agents of chaos that just want to blow everything up all the time. And Strong Bad and Tycho are both gamer posers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who, within their own universe, think they are very cool and are not. Um, except Tycho might not be as self-aware as that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but even though it's two pairs of like similar identities, the way they present themselves... like. The heavy is is so much more like buddy buddy and like down to have a drink with the boys, mm-hmm. and Max is so oblivious to everything that happens around him. And Tycho is like taking his poserum f- from what feels to me this might not be on purpose, but feels to me like a very dark, sad place. Uh, <laughs> and Strongbad is doing it from a sort of cheerful. Like, isn't it kind of true that we all have this amount of poserdom in us and it's speaking to that connectivity between the world mm-hmm. rather than an exclusivity between the world? Uh, and that stuff gels very nicely together. Uh, it is why... Okay, so Tycho's not really my weekly guy because <laughs> as much as I like this implementation of Tycho, it makes sense that he's here. I still hate Tycho. <laughs> like they, <laughs> yeah, but you're kind of meant to. He's not played as yeah. like this cool guy. He he really works for this group, but also you don't like him. I think my actual weekly guy, just the person with the strongest lines consistently, um, the person with the most and best relationships with other people at the table, is Strong Bad across I, both games. I think I have to agree. Uh, uh, as much as I like Sam and Max, I think they're kind of weak in this setting. I I kind of agree. I still like them in this setting. I'm really glad they're here. I think, like, in our rankings, I think I would still put Sam at, like, number two. But, um... Sam is at number two. Okay. Yeah, I, Strong Bad's number one. I put Sam at number two. Because Sam is just, like, such a nice guy. I want to hear Sam talk. Uh, he says funny things and he has a good attitude about the whole yeah. thing. So I like Sam, but I feel like Sam and Max work best when they're together and they are together in Poker Night 2, but Max is really downplayed into Sam is more interacting with everyone else. Uh, but Sam and Max just balance each other out. So they do balance the, uh, each other out. I, I think that's true. And I think that Sam is my favorite, I mean, easily my favorite Poker Night 2 player. Mm-hmm. Um, if only because Sam is the only one that has that element of, like, you don't need the lore. Yeah, it's just nice guy Sam. You, like, if you have it, and of course we at this point are very well versed in Sam and Max lore. But if, if you have it, that's nice. But he's also just like a character. He's just a force that's put on this world. And that's what all four of them are in Poker Night 1. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one in Poker Night 2 that does that. And it's it, it, it makes him good. I would still say he's he's not my number two or three probably. 
because I think Heavy is number two. Heavy's great. Heavy's good. Yeah, Heavy's really good. And for what I said earlier, uh, Tycho's number three. I I gotta I gotta <laughs> put Tycho pretty high. I can't put him at the top two because I don't like him as a person. I don't want to hang out with him. But the way that he, all of the other characters at the table dunk on him so hard constantly <laughs> is amazing, and I love it. Yeah, I agree. I so th- th- that's why it, it's weird. Because in the comics, Tycho is, like, he's presented in the same way, but then doesn't get dunked on. It's like, a, it's like the, celebrated the, or like, yeah. don't you feel this way too kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, which, no, 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 we don't all <laughs> feel that way, Tycho. Um, but you in can't the, speak for all of us. Maybe there's some Penny Arcade defenders out there that would say like, no, it was always like a satiri- uh, satirical edgy gamer that we didn't actually like and that Mm -hmm. was what it was about but i just i don't feel that way i read enough penny arcade to have a take i don't know um so i i don't think it's meant to be that but in this it's so self-effacing it's uh well not self-effacing because uh it's not taiko's voice and telltale is writing the dialogue for taiko Mm -hmm. so it's just different. It's just it. It's a different person making fun of Tycho Brahe, uh, <laughs> and it's great. I like that a lot. Yeah, it works out. Um, I don't think I can put Tycho as high, but still pretty high. Um, you want me to? I think I have my full rankings. Okay, if you want to. Okay, let, me go let me, I do want that, and let me. I think I got it too. Let me just uh, write them down while you say yours. Okay. So, in last place, it's Claptrap. And then yep. Ash, who we already talked about. Unfortunately, I think next I have to say Brock. As much as I like Brock, I don't know. He He's he's funny, but not, like, as funny. And I don't have quite... I, I've watched Venture Brothers. I enjoy Venture Brothers. But I don't think I like it as much as, say, like, Sam and Max or uh, Homestar Runner. Um... But I think Brock onward, I do like all of these characters in these games. Brock is also my number six. Yeah, and it, through no fault of his own, I I like that he's there. It's I don't like that I have to place him solo, but I just think some of the other characters are stronger. And I think five. I'm gonna put Max at five. Max is like, also my five. Yeah, because I love Max, but like you said, uh, they work better together. Um, and also, like you also said, his connection to the other characters isn't quite as strong as, uh, the others all together. Like, you have Strong, Bad, and the Heavy together. Max doesn't really have any... He talks to all of them, but you don't really get a sense of Max is chummy chummy with this character, or Max hates this character. I like that Tycho is, like, trying to suck up to Max, and Max is just kind of like, uh, okay, cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And I do like what Max brings to the table, because in Poker Night 1, a lot of Max's dialogue is just telling stories about him and Sam's uh, adventures, which I enjoy. I like him telling stories and the others reacting to it. It's very cute how often he brings up my friend Sam. Yeah. Uh, just can constantly throughout the night. Uh, like, we always know 
through playing the uh, Sam and Max games, we were constantly knowing how strong their relationship is. Mm-hmm. But I love this window into, okay, Sam's not here. What are you going to talk about, Max? Probably Sam. <laughs> Just constantly. Yeah, I totally agree. Um and even though he's only number five, I'm very glad that Max is here. He was pro- he and Strong Bad were the reasons I bought Poker Night One. They were the only two I knew when it came out. Of course, uh, yeah. I mean, they they're definitely the draw. Um, yeah, from the Telltale side, and then the Valve side is heavy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think there's really a Penny Arcade side. That's just the bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the only reason he's down here so low is I feel like he, they didn't really build on his connections as much as the others, and, uh, he does work better when he's partnered with Sam, but I still okay. like him. Moving so our on. So bottom four are the same. Yeah, but in a different order. No. Uh, oh, okay, I was gonna put Tycho no. next. Well, no, no, I mean, our bottom four are the same. So, Claptrap, oh, yeah. Ash, Brock, and Max. Right, I was thinking top four. Our bottom four are correct, yes. Uh, yeah, so number four, you put Tycho? I'm putting Tycho. Well, okay. mm, I don't... Uh... My number four I, yeah. is Sam. Okay. Yeah, I really like Sam, so he's up higher for me. I'm going to put Tycho just because he does a very good job here, but I still just don't like him as much as the others. <laughs> Okay. Even though he is probably the funniest of all these characters. Just the crazy things he says. And he... the ca- other characters' <laughs> reactions to them. Uh, so at one point, Heavy asks Tycho where he went to uh, college. And then Tycho goes, I didn't actually. And then Heavy goes, but you are like educated man, no? And Tycho says, well, I went to Gygax Polyhedral. If you catch my drift. <laughs> um, which I do. Gary Gygax is the creator of Dungeons and Dragons and Polyhedral Die is what you use. That is the worst joke I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's the most uncomfortable joke I've ever been told in my life. And <laughs> he plays it, he sells it as if it's the coolest thing in the world. It's like the coolest thing any person has ever said ever. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Dungeons and Master Dungeon Master or Dungeons and Dragons Dungeon Master. I play with uh, I play with you, Dustin, yeah. often. Mm. I, I like Dungeons and Dragons. This sucks. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Guy gets uh, polyhedral if you catch my drift. But it really does suit his character so perfectly well. Yeah. Wow, it sucks though. It's such a it's so it's so amazing that it just sucks all the air straight out of the room. And <laughs> strong bad and heavier like left to deal with like wait, what did you just say? <laughs> what? <laughs> And Heavy Heavy tries to, like, diffuse it and say, like, oh, well, I have a PhD in Russian literature and uh, just goes on and talks about himself, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good dynamic to have Tycho suck so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. But because he sucks so bad, I still place him at number four. <laughs> they, they try to match everyone's speech patterns. So when... Uh, <laughs> we had one session where, uh, or one round where Strong Bad 
has to fold and he goes, oh, crap. And then Tycho goes, fuck this shit. <laughs> he says, yeah. fuck this shit to Strongbad. And yeah. Like, Strongbad can't hear that. <laughs> yeah. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth around Strongbad. He's like a 10 year old kid, maybe. That's another thing about uh, Poker Night 2 is it feels like all the characters besides Sam regularly swear. So there it at least makes a little more sense. But in Poker Night 1, Tycho's like the only one. Not even the heavy swears. Not Strong Bad doesn't. Max doesn't. It's only Tycho. Yeah. uh, Real weird stuff there. It's just it's a it's so out of left field when Tycho says fuck and like strong bad strong bad just has to sit there and like no i guess i didn't hear that uh, <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's a word people say yeah i've mostly been leaning on crap pretty heavily for the last uh, <laughs> 10 years so that's that's interesting yeah i i'm actually not sure if poker night 1 this could be totally wrong but i don't remember poker night 1 even being rated by the esrb mm I know Poker Night 2 was because it was also on consoles, but um, Poker Night, yeah, yeah, it was on like PS3 and uh, 360 as well. Um, Totally forgot about that when we were talking about that earlier. Probably would have been a better time to bring it up. Yeah. um, The, the, like, relationship between the game and Team Fortress 2 is much more forward in Poker Night 1. Than mm-hmm. it is in Poker Night Two. Poker Night Two is like you might like this game on its own, and Poker Night One is like you want a hat though. You definitely want a hat. <laughs> you have to play this for a hat. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about it, but do you want to know what all the unlockables are for of Team Fortress Two? I have it up on Wiki right now. Is a uh, lot. There, each character in the games has an item that they can. We didn't see any of it when we played them, but every now and then, if... Well, no, we did see it, because Tycho bet his uh, Pac-Man watch. Yeah, Tycho had his bloody Pac-Man watch. Yeah, every now and then, one of the characters will say, I'm a little light on cash, Uh, how about this? And they'll place an item of their uh, choosing. Max has uh, the Luger Morph, uh, which is a pistol replacement for Scout and Engineer. And the License to Maim... Which I'm not sure what that is. Probably a different kind of Oh, gun. that's that's Sam's gun. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you can get both Sam and Max's guns. Um, Strong Bad bets his Dangeresque 2 glasses. Great. Which uh, the Demo Man can wear. Um, the Heavy bets uh, Iron Curtain. Yeah, it's weird for Heavy to have an exclusive tf2 item because yeah. he's just from tf2 and Tycho has uh his watch which is called the enthusiast's timepiece god it's, he sucks so bad <laughs> 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 but it, it is very cool even i never played tf2 that much but even then i was like i want to own strong bad's glasses his uh, cool strong glasses. glasses is definitely the takeaway there that's the cool one yeah <laughs> But um, in Poker Night 2, it looks like not only do you get items for uh, Team Fortress 2, you also get items for Borderlands 2. 
Okay. Oh, and uh, Xbox 360 avatar items. So you want you can oh. unlock a lot more in this. So there's a rare connection here. Yeah. Sort of. Kind, kind of. of. <laughs> so for TF2, Sam uh, gives you the blunt bloodhound, which is his hat. Okay. Um. That's a better I, one than the gun. Although that's interesting, I think he can also bet his banjo, but I don't oh, think. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Claptrap, uh, dapper disguise, it says. Dapper disguise. I don't know what that is. Um, and the clap. Team Fortress wiki isn't loading for me. <laughs> yeah, who's to say? <laughs> uh, Ash, you get the Necronomic Crown, which is a hat for the pyro. Cool. Um, Brock, you get the Samson Skewer, which is his dagger that he uses. Um, and you can also get something from GLaDOS, which is uh, Long Fall Loafers. Oh, yeah, like the, the shoes. Yeah, the shoes from Portel. Um... So, speaking of Brock's dagger, when we paused the game in Team Fortress, or not Team Fortress 2, Poker Night 2, and looked down at our hand, we saw that uh, it, it looked like you had already picked up the dagger at some point, like you earned it. Yeah. Um, and there were a bunch of Huff and Puff cigarettes in our, like we, we were just smoking Huff and Puff cigarettes, our player was doing that. And we have very good reason to think the player in Poker Night 2, because of that, might be Bigby Wolf. It's possible, but I feel like if it were Bigby Wolf, they would have just introduced him by name, because you're always referred to as the player. Sure, but also, is I mean... Maybe I Huff and Puff is the only kind of cigarettes they sell here. Because I, I think <laughs> in one of the cutscenes, like the opening cutscene of Poker Night 2... Brock is talking to Mad Moxie from Borderlands, and I think she hands him a pack of those cigarettes. I think they just had the asset. Oh, you know what might be the case? Um what? The Wolf Among Us came out... I mean, we already... We just did this season where we said every episode when it came out. Yeah. Uh, but Poker Night 2 came out in April of 2013. It might have been placed in the game to signal oh something's coming because it was before a little tease a little tease if you will i could uh, see all that. of the wolf among us episode releases i yeah I could and then that would give them more reason to say like okay let's just make it sort of if you piece the puzzle pieces together you can find out you're playing as big b in poker night too mm-hmm. but uh unless you actually you, you know look around you don't know yeah, if, it's if just you're a little in the know, for us you know. super fans, a little something for us telltale heads. Yeah, it's a puzzle I bet Tycho could solve. <laughs> yeah, we would solve it and say what it is, and then I'll say, "Yeah, I figured that out like five minutes ago." So I, I think another asset, uh, another interesting aspect of these characters is that a lot of them are part of a group. Like Brock, on his own, is not a very common thing right like you'd get the venture brothers uh as like the main characters of that show yeah uh, strong bad and homestar is a group like strong bad and other homestar characters uh max and sam like sam's not even in the first one 
mm-hmm. Tycho and Gabe and Heavy and all the other Team Fortress uh, characters. So you've got these sort of like portions of a group that are coming together mm-hmm. that would normally have someone to bounce off and don't. And because of that, they're just like finding each other to be their bounce off partner. And yeah. it, it just works. It just it's a good system in Poker Night One, at least, and sort of into uh, that that they have these like halves of holes come together. Which is why when in Poker Night Two, when you have Sam, but like Max is also there in the background, I feel like that almost takes away from it a little bit. I would want to see Sam really reach out for, to the other people on the table more so than I would want to see him reach out to Max again. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Um, so who's your weekly guy? I guess mine's Strong Bed. Mine is also Strong Bed. And our best card is the Queen of Spades. Well, we didn't finish our rankings. Oh, but I think so we can just guess what they are. Because you're we, Sam's four for you, Tycho's four for me. Well, so your number one is strong bad, yeah. your number two is Sam, and then your number three is yeah, heavy. Yeah, and then, and then three is heavy. Yeah, so only our two, three, and four positions are different. Uh, yeah. Different orders of heavy Tycho and Sam. But five through eight is all the same, mm-hmm. and number one is the same. Interesting. Our, t- our tastes almost line up. Yeah, we've been doing this podcast for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about with Poker Night? Um, There really isn't that much to say about it, but uh, here's one for you. Let's say they were going to do another Poker Night game. Yeah, okay. Good good segment you're about to bring up. Yeah. Who would you want to see in another one? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say who would you want to develop it, in which case my answer would be Skunk Ape. Oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Skunk Ape should, should do it. Yeah. Um, let's say they just can use... Let's say they can leverage their connections with uh, mm-hmm. the companies from the last couple games, or even just whoever, just whoever you want to see. Let's say that they have free reign to use whoever you would want to see. So, I want to see the Sam and Max universe always be there. I think that it should be a mainstay. Mm. So, at the table, maybe I'll have Sam again. Um, It's been, by the time this game comes out, it'll be a full decade. So, I don't feel like it'll feel like a repeat. Yeah, I agree. I I think I'll also say Sam because I love Sam in Poker Night 2, but I feel feel like he doesn't really get to bring his best material out because of who he's playing with mm-hmm. yeah so i would true. love to see him again um i don't want penny arcade <laughs> <laughs> it was fun it was fun the first time but yeah so i i think the sort of Tycho and or brock samson role would be collapsed into rick sanchez from rick and morty um nice i like rick and morty i like the show um i mean it's weird i feel like when you're talking about rick and morty even the bringing up of it in conversation seems like a meme at this point yeah but but that's probably unfair it's still just a good Uh, show i enjoy it it's still funny i i don't think it's as good as it used to be but it's still good i still have fun watching it 
Um, yeah, I think Rick is in like season three, but it's it's still great. I think Rick is a very good choice, but and oh, it, Rick is pre- Rick is pre- Jerry would be pretty good too. But <laughs> I I, <laughs> I think if you're gonna do a Rick and Morty character, it's got to be Rick. But I was gonna say there is another Adult Swim character I could uh, see being there. Oh and my god! That is Master Shake from Aqua Teen oh. Hunger Force. Okay. Or Carl. Both, I think Carl and Master Shake would be great for this sort of game. I thought you were going to say Joe Para. I oh love Joe Para. <laughs> uh, Joe would be pretty. I could see Joe in maybe like a dealer role. I don't know if I necessarily. <laughs> mm. I want it to be FMV. So you <laughs> they've just got real life Joe Para, like. <laughs> Green screened over the inventory, <laughs> dealing out cards. That would be awesome. That'd be so funny. You'd be so nice to everyone. Okay. You, you, <laughs> that's. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of good Adult Swim picks you could have. Um. So I'm 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 drawn to not repeat any of the other non Salmon Max franchises, but I also would love to see what would it look like if Homestar was in it. I was going to say exactly the same thing. I've been Homestar has been one of my picks for a third poker night ever since two came out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Homestar would just be funny. I, I think yeah. one thing I don't keep in mind, like I just think of characters I want to see, not necessarily characters who would have the best sort of uh, interactions, the best chemistry with each other. And that's why I think Rick would really work him being the asshole of the group. Uh, that would be the better Adult Swim pick, I think. Um, Homestar would be the good, uh, simple-minded dummy character. Okay, so Sam, Rick Sanchez, Homestar, Conquer. (laughs) Conquer? You know what? I'm all in on that. I do love Conquer. I think this is a good use of Conquer. I think so too. Conquer is a lot. Con- I think Conquer is very much about like the characters and the dialogue. So having an environment where Conquer can just interact with other characters would be uh, really cool. Yeah, I think Conquer also needs a game where you like can't make a bad game about it because it's just poker. It won't be disappointing. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're getting into with Poker Night. Yeah, it's not like it's going to come out and. Be like, oh, well, that was worse than I thought. Like, no, you should have thought exactly that it's poker. Yeah. Um, you know, back in the day, I don't necessarily think this is a good pick now. But again, back when I was thinking of like my dream uh, Poker Night 3, back when Telltale was still around, uh, I had Guybrush in there just because I wanted more uh, Monkey good, Island. Yeah. Um, uh, Murray the Skull could be interesting. Murray would be great as, like, you could just, even if he's not playing, you could just have him there. He's a skull. Kind of like how Max is just in uh, Poker Night 2. Maybe Guybrush just has Murray with him. I, you know, I might like Elaine Marley more than Guybrush for this. Okay. I I also like Elaine. We haven't had a female Poker Night uh, player yet. That is true. Um, They've tended bar. Which yeah. is not probably good optics. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Elaine to me has a little bit more personality than Guybrush, who 
for good reason is a little bit more of a empty slate that you can put your own goals onto, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. I, I, he's a good one of those for sure. Yeah. Um, but for this, where you just like start talking about your own stuff. Mm-hmm. And Elaine's smart. I could see uh, some squabbling between Elaine and Rick. Okay, so let's write down everything we said. We said Rick, Sam, Homestar, Conquer, Conquer. Uh, wait, who are we just Elaine, talking with? Elaine, Elaine Marley, uh, Master Shake, Master Shake, and um, Carl and Joe Para. <laughs> Carl, uh, Joe Para. Was that all of them? I think. Well, if Telltale, if modern Telltale is gonna like try to push Wolf Among Us into a big brand, it might be worth considering bringing Big B in. Agreed. Um, or maybe Buffkin, but <laughs> <laughs> probably Big B. That's not a big enough series to know side characters for the layman. Yeah. What about a character from? uh walking dead so apparently they tried to do a character from walking dead for uh poker night 2 and they just didn't like the vibe i can believe so they that. brought in sam instead uh, i they think they wanted to have their own telltale character and yeah well w- uh walking dead was the obvious choice but then they did sam they do have various uh, Walking Dead references in the dialogue. Uh, one of my favorites being, um, I, I don't remember the exact gist of the conversation, but Sam's talking about uh, The Walking Dead, and he says, even that goofball Larry wanted script approval. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Calling Larry a goofball is pretty funny. <laughs> That's just the perfect thing Sam would call Larry. Uh, there's another conversation where... Uh, Reginald Van Winslow's like, oh, it's the walking dead. And uh, Sam's like, great, Harryhausen's ghosts, zombies. Uh, and Ash says, uh, those are just actors, right? And he says, yes, actors. I I don't like that style of joke. I don't like that joke of like, hey, that's fake, right? Mm, I guess mm. so. But like it <laughs> if is. If you say so. But like, you know it is. So like, wh- <laughs> why are we? Why is that the joke? Yeah, I I think they had a plan to at least have, or maybe they do. No, I don't think they do. I think they had plans to have like a Walking Dead uh, set, so you could like change the hmm. inventory to look like Walking Dead and have like cards and such. Um. Okay. Anyone else? I mean, you can do like a lot of TV personalities, probably. Uh, like. Get Elvira on there. Get Bojack a, Horseman. Bojack Horseman. Uh, get Daria. I think, <laughs> okay, sure. Daria's good. Daria can be there. I like Daria. Um, I feel like if you're going to have Rick, you can't have Bojack. I feel like there's too much overlap between the two. Interesting. I mean, they're, I could see that happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very different in terms of like what they focus on. Yeah, but I, style, I, but yeah, but I feel like in a poker situation, they feel pretty similar. Like they would bring similar. I am smart. You are dumb to the table. Yeah, probably just four Darius then. 
<laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. The Daria game. Um no, I really I actually really like um Rick Sanchez and Sam as an idea. Like these two people can talk to each other. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't I couldn't even picture how they would interact, but I'd love to see it. Uh yeah, and you can you could have some fun Rick and Morty stuff in the background. Like every now and again, Rick from the background shoots Rick at the table in the face and then just throws the corpse off the chair and takes his place like nothing happened. Yeah, perfect. You can perfect have stuff. You can have me seeks. You can have some me seeks all around. Yeah, you can have some me seeks. You can have a <laughs> Jerry from Seinfeld can be in it. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry from Seinfeld. Jerry from Seinfeld can be in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with these Poker Night characters is like there's absolutely no theme. So yeah, there's it's no just rules. any character you can name. Like just whatever. Who's I don't uh, think you could get another Valve character in though. Not today. That's fine. I don't think there are any new yeah. Valve characters. Exactly. Uh, so that's that's all right. I mean, like, I guess you could do Wheatley from Portal Two, uh, if you want. I haven't played Poker or er, uh, Portal Two yet. Oh, you should. Portal I should. I I really enjoyed Portal One. I just haven't gotten around to two yet, but I do own it. Yeah, well, it's only been eleven years. Yeah, yeah it, you know, you gotta take your time. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe maybe it's finally time. This podcast has just been. A conversation yeah that's i think it works that's that's what poker night is yeah there's really no format on this one huh we just sort of went through it yeah i'm down oh here's a note i have um we never found out how side pots work yeah neither of us are poker players so we don't know how side pots work yeah so every now and again there would be a uh there, there would be a hand dealt where one player clearly wins that hand and yeah. then uh glados or reginald van winslow would say something like well sam won the pot but then ash won the side pot and then they both get money and we have no idea how that happened yeah it just doesn't I, make sense i'm i'm sure it would make sense if we knew but we don't so it makes no sense I There's don't no think there was... option to like bet to the side pot or see what that's about. So it, it feels very random. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm sure there's a explanation. Yeah. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe they just made it up for this and it makes zero sense. Uh Strong Bad asks Max at one point. So Max, you're like one of those Pokemons, right? <laughs> I like that line. Yeah, that's good. I didn't write down any lines, unfortunately, but there's so many of them in both of these that I enjoy. I just like hearing the characters talk. There's lots of funny little lines. You get uh, Tycho wanting to fuck a giraffe. Tycho really wants to fuck a giraffe. Uh, when Tycho goes all in, Tycho says, That's no moon, motherfucker! <laughs> that's, that's from Star Wars. That's so bad. It's so... <laughs> yeah. Tycho really does work as the guy who says the lamest shit, but he just sells it like it's the best shit. Mm -hmm. It, it, it. I don't want to say I respect him for it, but uh, good on him. Uh, (laughs) There's a conversation between Strong Bad and Tycho where Strong Bad asks 
Tycho how many viewers Penny Arcade gets per day. And Tycho says, I don't know, a couple million. And Strong Bad says, oh, a couple million? Well, HomestarRunner.com gets like a bajillion kajillion. And Tycho, <laughs> Tycho says, those aren't real numbers. <laughs> it's just a statement. Just the worst like asset to a joke ever just just play oh, uh, along those that's actually not true those are actually not real numbers and you were wrong yeah no there's a lot of good stuff in poker night one there's like mm-hmm. heavy says that his favorite video game is where's an egg <laughs> he, he plays that for hours on end and he, he's trying to find out where the egg is where's an egg <laughs> Yeah, uh, Strong Bad says that this is better than playing poker at Homestar's house because at Homestar's house, Marzipan walks around all natural asking people to play No Loser Candyland. <laughs> no Loser Candyland is the funniest thing in the world to me. Yeah, good stuff in Poker Night 1. Yeah, I I really do feel like we just didn't get a chance to see the really good stuff in 2 because I know there is some, but even then it doesn't quite reach these same heights as 1 has. If, if it was every character the same in Poker Night 2, but any one of them was replaced with Strong Bad, I think that would be a lot tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, Strong Bad was such a glue in Poker Night 1 that uh, it, it would be great to see something like that in 2, and it just doesn't exist. Yeah, which which is unfortunate. Uh, yeah. I it does Poker Night Two does improve on a lot of things. You have like the all the different unlockables you can get, the chips and cards and table, and like there's new mechanics. Like you can buy drinks for the other players. Uh, we bought one for Brock, and it was kind of hard to tell, but uh, we did get a pop up that said if you get a drink for someone, it's more likely that they will give a tell on whether or not their cards are good or bad. That's cool. That makes it feel more like an actual video game. Exactly. So it it really, in terms of being a game, it is a lot better. It's just the character chemistry isn't quite there as strongly. Oh, Pim from Smiling Friends? That would be good. That'd be great. Smiling Friends, honestly, I would like any of those characters in there. You could have Charlie, the boss. The boss Mr. is good. <laughs> Mr. Frog. Mr. Frog, I'll put my foot down. I don't think I want Mr. Frog in the game. <laughs> yeah, he's, well, a, he's, he's a little too controversial. That's been our episode on Where's an Egg. Uh, what are we playing <laughs> next time, Dustin? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I guess we'll see. <laughs> no, let's figure it out. Uh, <laughs> okay. So we were discussing a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, we were discussing maybe Tales of Monkey Island or maybe Wallace and Gromit. We were going to do Tales of Monkey Island if uh, Return to Monkey Island was coming out sooner, but I don't think... We haven't heard anything on it. I mean, since. it still might be. Uh, even just doing Wallace and Gromit puts us one month away from it. Because uh, that's four weeks, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Return might happen at some point, but I think what you wanted to do was play through the entire Monkey Island series going up to Tales before we did Tales. Yeah, and I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know if that'll even work out, because the only one I've played is one. Okay, so you've played one so far? <laughs> I've played one so far, and it's it's not like these are like, super long games, so I could probably just play through, 
I I don't know. I want to at least do two before Tales. I'd I'd like to replay Curse and play Escape for the first time, but I'm not like dead set on it since I've already played Tales. It's not like it's it's not like I need to play those going into that. I already know what happens. So well, why I, don't why don't we give you the time anyway? Yeah. And do Wallace and Gromit and see where we are at the end with Monkey I, Island games. I think that's a good idea. Okay, so next episode, wow, we're going to be diving into the, um, probably the most undersung of the point-and-click adventure era of Telltale, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, because I don't know anything about these games. I have played all of these games, and they didn't stick in my memory as well as Strong Batter, Sam and Max, mm-hmm. or Monkey Island, um, but it... It definitely is in that world. It's, yeah. I remember it being better than Bone. <laughs> I praise. Yeah. Well, yeah. See you next week when we talk about Wallace and Gromit. Let me try that happier. <laughs> See you next okay. week when we talk about Wallace and Gromit. Bye-bye.